Sage is fighting the fight. He has fought cities. He has fought counties. Politicians. Naysayers. Hell, he's even fought mayors. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide. And all other things considered homeless? Yes. Broadcasting live from your Alexa device, the Radio Free Network app, iOS, WMBU.org, Many Voices United, and the RadioFreeNetwork.com. And now, from some wooded area in Akron, Ohio, here is Sage of the Rage Lewis. I'm coming to you like a blank slate, a tabula rasa. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about today. No idea. Because here's the thing. I... I plan these shows. I believe it or not, I think about what I'm going to talk about. Shannon Wilson, how the heck are you today? Oh, me, Kelly in the house. I don't, I don't think about the fact that I start talking and I have to take off my sweater. And that, like, like I'm the opposite of Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I just start getting naked. But the problem is in the winter, you take off your sweater... And then you have to touch your microphone and it shocks you and it hurts. Omi, I never have to worry about a topic when Omi's in the house. Omi says, I want to talk about that link I sent you about the poorest counties in the U.S. Can you send me that again? Jolie, Greg Locke, Greg Locke. What's up, Melissa? Melissa, wow, what a fun party. What a fun party we're having here. I'm so happy. Uh, yeah, send me the link about the poorest counties in the United States. Um, it's not that things aren't going on. There's so much going on. Um, so, so much going on. There's truckers not trucking. I hear there's going to be now, like, uh, probably... Um, Senior homes, not senioring. All right, I have to... Okay, all right, all right, all right. Don't leave, Omi. Don't leave, for Pete's sake. I got you. I got you. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. It's on the DM. Uh, You're back. Where'd you go? <laughs> Don't leave. Omi, get... Yeah, all right, I'm going to find it. I'm going to go find it right now. Oh, wait, she just sent it. Oh, man. Omi is amazing. Omi is amazing. All right. Let's just do it. Let's just jump right into uh, this article that Omi wants to talk about. Poorest counties in every state. Uh, book burning, witch hunting, devil showing him witches in the... <laughs> See, there's so much to talk about, Shannon. That's why I was like, screw it. I take five or ten minutes to think about what I'm going to talk about in the show. And I'm like, ah, that's just five or ten minutes wasted. I'm a busy man. I can't be spending five or ten minutes thinking about things all day. <laughs> here, I'll send the link. It's right here. It's this Forbes article. Let me know if I'm out of focus. I've been playing with my focus. Uh, you know, that's the problem with uh, IT guys. 
we're good at technology and then we're fiddling with technology constantly. All right, Forbes. <laughs> From a uh, newspaper for rich people. Love it. Love it. Willimantic, a city located in the town of Connecticut. Connecticut. This area was once the center of America's flourishing textile industry before the onset of decline. Ah, Omi says it's rural areas, which I was expect, uh, which I was expecting. I know rural is poor. I grew up rural, but it seemed like everyone had money. I think it's just easier to live poor in rural areas. That's beautiful. Um, well, all right, let me say some stereotypical things about rural people. Don't you all grow stuff out there? Don't you grow like your, your corn and your soybeans and your cows and your chickens and your milk? I mean, isn't it possible to live, uh, like survive rurally because there's actual food out there? Oh, growing stuff is not as easy as people think. That's a good point. Uh, Omi says, what I was looking at, but I was looking up the poorest and richest counties. I was surprised to see the richest was in Virginia. Uh, uh, That is surprising. Um, What, the founding father? (laughs) I want to say Thomas Jefferson, (laughs) Bill Clinton, Christopher Columbus. No, George Washington. George Washington, he had a bunch of land in Virginia, didn't he? Owning a cow is a luxury. Having a freezer to store it in is luxury. Okay, there you go. See? 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 We all have so much to learn. I'm like, oh, all you poor rural people, boo-hoo, you and your cows and chickens. and Yeah, well, who can afford a cow and a chicken? Remember Jack and the Beanstalk? He had to go freaking trade his cow for some beans. And that's how it starts. The rich get richer. But that beanstalk was awesome. I don't know. I think it was a good move to get the beanstalk for the cow. I don't know. Very complicated. Very complicated story. (laughs) All right. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Uh, Yes, it's politicians from D.C. that make the county rich. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Here are the poorest counties in the U.S. when analyzing thousands of counties. Omi says, I grew up in a trailer in the middle of nowhere. We killed our own livestock. See? There you go. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You got all that fancy livestock running around. My mom uh, raised us in money from driving Amish around. Ooh, driving the Amish. The Amish got the money. I think Ohio was it was Adam it was Adams County. Oh yeah, right on. Yeah, driving the Amish, man. Those guys need I was out kayaking this summer. Uh, in a lake, I can't remember where I was here in Akron because we have lakes you can kayak in. It's eight o'clock in the morning. These Amish guys get out of the back of a truck, a pickup truck. The guy, they put the, the guy in the pickup truck puts the boat in the, 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 the water He puts the boat in the water, and I hear him say to the Amish people, I'll be back at 5. Apparently, you can drive a, a motorboat if you're an electric, if you're a, if you're a, 
an Amish person? I guess because it's on water? I don't know. The Amish people had to have the guy drive them to the boat dock. The All these Amish men get in this boat to go fishing all day. And they drive the, the motorboat. I, I don't know. You did work crews, drive them to the sites. Yeah, 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 yeah. They need driving around to uh, do, like, all their Amish stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got no problems with the Amish. What do I give a crap? Play the system, baby. Play the system. Here are the poorest counties. When analyzing thousands of counties, there are some clear geographic patterns. Namely, the U.S. South, including the South Atlantic, like Georgia and South Carolina, the Gulf states, the Southwest, Upper South, like Kentucky and West Virginia, dominates the list of the poorest counties in, over, in the U.S. overall, based on the latest income data from the Census Bureau. Poorest county in America is Holmes County, Mississippi, with a median household income of 21000 By contrast, the richest country, Loudoun County, Virginia, which boasts $142,000. Jay, when Christmas, Jamie, Christmas, that's a big difference. This high-income county is located right near the nation's capital. Well, there you go, of course, of course, of course, of course. What is the median income of people in Akron, Ohio? 23,000. There it is. So uh, here, this is the census. It says uh, households, household income, 38,000. What did they say? What was that? Was it household? Ooh, household income, 21,000. That is brutal. Uh, Akron's got you beat there. Uh, yeah, 38,000 for a household, but... Um, individual where is it it was on here it was on here it was on here oh right here per capita in the last 12 months uh 28,000 28,000 persons in poverty 23% what city in america has the highest poverty rate i think it's philadelphia detroit is that right? Oh, Forbes. Wow, Forbes loves talking about poor people, don't they? Mm, they love it. They love it. They love it. For example, the average percentage of people living below the poverty line in 50 of the largest U.S. cities is 17%, which means slightly less than 1 in 5%. I love Detroit, too. I do. There's a lot of Eminem, man. Did you see Eminem on that... Uh... Halftime Super Bowl show, awesome. From Detroit, baby, Motown. Uh, San Jose is the only city with more than a million residents that have a poverty below 10%. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Come on, I want the highest poverty. Come on, highest poverty. Let's do this. Detroit, damn. Followed by Cleveland. Wait, why can't I? This is a crappy. I can't see the freaking. I want to see the percentage, man. Come on. Cities with the highest poverty rate. No. 
No, way 16% of most populated. Okay. Come on. Ah, I thought it was Detroit. What is the poverty rate of Detroit? 30%. According to Patch, Detroit was listed as the number two most impoverished big city in the U.S. last year, with 30.6% of its residents living below the poverty line. Shut up, lady. What is the poverty rate of Philadelphia? 23%. Oh, damn, that's a big difference. That's a big difference. Big difference right there. 23%. Uh, six to, I don't go to Detroit. I would like to. I just never have. Uh, or not never, never. Just been. I don't ever make it a point to go to Detroit is all. Uh, she's needy and must be heard. Who? Who? Who is needy and must be heard? <laughs> Halftime show was epic. Ah, no one knows about poverty more than rich people, says Omi. Loving it. Loving it. That is true. Uh, let's see. Median income. Joe Lee says median income of Saginaw, Michigan, 18000 One year I made 40000 It was the most I had ever made at that point, and my cousin was like, oh, shit, I make 13 a year. <laughs> uh, well, just go on YouTube and watch the halftime show. It's Just skip right, skip right to it. So um, 30% poverty rate in Detroit, 23% in Philadelphia, and what did I say? Poverty rate in poverty rate in Akron was what twenty three percent twenty three percent twenty three percent twenty yeah twenty ugh. it's a lot of people it's a lot of people I saw a stat that forty percent of our kids in Akron are below the poverty level forty percent. Yet, for some reason, we just kind of go along. I think it has to do with food. I think they figured it out. That if people can generally get food, they don't care how poor they are. And I think that's a valid point. (laughs) Do I have someplace I can live and I can eat? I'm good. I am good. I know we're all under the poverty line right now. My income fluctuates more than my weight. <laughs> uh, oh, she asked why she must talk to us. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Shannon. Yes, you're talking about Google. She does. She's very needy, Google is. Um, I feel like we are in Jolie. Jolie says we have lots of liquor stores, but not a lot of grocery stores. Interesting. I don't think I'd want to start a liquor store because they're all so government uh, regulated. Like you have, I think you can't charge whatever you want to charge for liquor. I think you have to like charge whatever the state. There's a state minimum. You know, I literally only care if I have food, house, car, internet, electricity, and a game system. Yeah, there you go. Um, why do you need a car? 
Why do you need a car if you have all that other stuff? If you lived in a city with better public transportation, you could probably let go of the car. Um, so, yeah, I think that, like, the government has kind of figured that out, that we don't um, murder politicians in the street as long as we can eat. <laughs> car equals convenience. Get to the grocery store and travel. Yeah, for sure. It is nice. I'm not putting it down. I mean, I got a car. I'm just saying, like, it, but I will say, if I didn't work, I live within a block of an Acme. I also enjoy driving. I recognize I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I do not like driving. I do not like driving. Um, and all the delivery stuff these days. Isn't it amazing what delivers? I don't need a car. I would love to get rid of my car. I live within, I'd say, a block and a half of Acme. Um, four doors down from a Circle K, four doors down from a uh, Starbucks, which I rarely go to. I go to the Star, the Acme more, the Circle K. My wife sometimes goes to the um, Starbucks. Uh, you haven't consistently worked in almost a year. I'd say good for you. I'm driving to New Mexico in the next few weeks. Um, so this is what I think. And this is going to be really radical left-wing propaganda. I think that if you work the amount they want us to work, 40 hours, which is like that's the agreed-on amount, right? You work 40 hours, you should be able, and here we go, my liberal whack-em-a-job ideologies, you should be able to have a house, food, Utilities, including internet, and maybe just a little bit of money to, like, uh, have a little bit of fun. Just a little bit of fun. I'm talking maybe $100, $200 a month. You know? That's it. Uh, no matter where you work those 40... Yes, exactly. No matter where you work the 40 hours... If you work the 40 hours, it comes with you get all that stuff. Yeah, Omi's right. See, but Omi, this is liberal communist talk we're saying here. If you work 40 hours, you shouldn't have to worry about anything. This, the conservatives will not have this. They're like, well, if you work at a grocery store, you know, that's for kids. Oh, yeah, right. I don't know, if you're a gas station attendant. Yeah, if you're a gas station attendant, which I don't even think they exist anymore. Maybe in, like, uh, uh, New Jersey has gas station attendants. It's just the guy at the the counter at Circle K. You know, that guy should be able to afford a house, a place to live and eat. Just a place to live and eat. I did my 40 hours. Well, kids are in school during the day. Who is working then? Yeah. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's not kids. You go to the grocery store. Well, Acme has some young people. That's true. But you go you go to Circle K. And look who's working at Circle K. It's not kids. It's adults. 
Adults! <laughs> My son works at Acme. Oh, yeah? That's nice. Yeah, there are a fair amount of young people that work there. Makes $10 an hour. So $10 an hour. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's do the math. She's going to tell me. She's just, I can't just read. $10 an hour times 40. Oh, my God. 10 times 40. It's 400. I get it. 10 times 40 oh. is 400. Thanks, lady. Let's call it, and then we're going to do 52 weeks. All right, let's just call it 50 weeks. No, we'll call it. Sorry. Uh, 52 times 400. Okay. 52 that, times 400 20, is 20800 Okay. Uh, Ak Omi says, my other son works fast food and makes 15. Okay, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. 15 times 40. That's 600. 600 times 52. You get no weeks off. 600 times 52 is 31,200. No matter how hard you work, no raise, only promotions. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. So, you make $15 an hour. You make $15 an hour, which is what the... That's what Bernie Sanders wanted you to make. Okay? Now let's divide that by 12. 31,200 divided by 12. 31,200 divided by 12 okay. is 2,600. Okay, you make 2,600. All right. What is the cost of rent in Akron, Ohio? It's going up and up, but let's see. They say 901. I don't know if you can do 901. Uh, they say 834. I don't know. I haven't seen 834. Um, Tara Mosley at City Council said she was out looking for an apartment for her daughter, a, a two-bedroom apartment. She was seeing $1,600 for a two-bedroom. Okay. So you make $2,600. Wait, 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 wait. Is that right? Uh, wait, that was – yeah, you're making – you're bringing home $2,600 a month. All right. Now, 2600 divided by one-third. 2600 divided by one divided by three – is approximately so, 866.67. I pay $900 for uh, in Kenmore for a shitty house. There you go. And everyone on me is on, on a housing voucher, and I'm, uh, I'm a sucker paying 900 a month. Well, what are you doing? You are a sucker. Get on the voucher, woman. Come on. Get in that game. <laughs> so if you're making $15 an hour, 40 hours a week, you work every day, you work 40, you don't take a single day off, you never get sick, you work 52 weeks a year, you're making $2,600 a month, and you should be paying for rent and utilities $866. Who's doing that? Who's got that? Who has got that money? It's ridiculous. I prefer to keep the government out of my business. Yeah, right on. 
voucher. Yeah, if you have to jump through the hoops. I know. I feel you. I feel you. I am working with a woman. Uh, she has six kids, single mom, six kids. Has a voucher for $1,200. Uh, my wife is helping her find an apartment. My wife was on the phone with a lady yesterday, a, a rental agent. And the rent. my wife said, hey, there were two houses that this woman was looking for. My mom was helping me, right? The, my mom said, hey, uh, my friend would really like that one house. And the rental agent said, she will get the house that we offer her. Bam. Bam. The woman who my wife is helping said to her, I'm thankful you're calling these people because you have the right sounding voice. You know what that means? You know what that means? My wife is white. This woman she's helping is black. Omi says, uh, like, I just started getting food stamps in the fall and I had to give them my bank info and shit. Yeah. I, yeah, you give. Yes. Just give it up, Omi. Get the free food. It's awesome. He lives in L.A., so I think he's out of touch with life in Kenmore. Is like when I live. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I get it, though. Most of my, a lot of my homeless friends don't get any services because they don't want to deal with that crap. They don't want to deal with it. Um, so we the the problems in america are compounding okay omi said i went and bought a ps5 for a thousand dollars with a credit card they said they normally wouldn't but i sounded good on the phone and when i got to the store i looked like a decent person yeah yep so <laughs> And this woman, my mom's or my mom, my wife is working with, has six kids. Because I'm where I uh, have hair that's kept up in the salon, wear diamonds. Yeah, right on, right on. Looks matter. Looks matter. So I feel like yeah, that's a lot of kids, right, Omi? <laughs> She's an awesome mom, too. Awesome. And her kids are amazing. I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to lie about this woman. You don't know who I'm talking about. You don't know anything about her. I don't have to lie about anybody. This woman is amazing. Her kids are amazing. Uh, yeah, $1,200 is 200 per kid. That's right. Um... Oh, I meant to say, and her voucher is expiring in on April 1st. Okay. It's a month and a half away. And my wife, who is all about bureaucracy and bullshit, can't get her an apartment. Can't get her an apartment. The voucher is going to expire. And this is 
the truth of Akron. Let me uh, show you. Hold on. Let me go over to my blog. 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 I wanna. I wanna. Uh, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. So try Hayes Realty. They suck depending on the landlord, but they take vouchers. Okay. Pro tip. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Uh. Do you see this? I don't. I don't. We don't. Um. They're basically lynching Russ Neal in city council right now. Uh, uh, Pastor Gregory Harrison got on uh, city council and said this is a textbook lynching. Every black man that speaks out should be afraid. That's a quote from Pastor Gregory Harrison on the accusation that Councilman Russ Neal created an unsafe workplace on Zoom. Only on Zoom. They haven't met in person. Unplace, unsafe workplace for six women. Uh, and he's never met his accusers. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, I want to show you uh, here. I want to. I want you to watch this. Um, the first thing I. I, I... This is uh, Tara Mosley Award. What is she for? I'm sorry, I don't know. This is uh, her uh, her experience on housing. I want to um, make sure that Mika and Dee McCaw know that we hear their voices. Um, we we do have a housing shortage here in the city of Akron. Um, and when we talk about all the vacant properties that we have, um, that could definitely help subside on some of the lack of housing that we have here in the city. So I do hope that we do take a comprehensive look at what we can do as a city to rehab those homes. Um, we aren't rehabbing homes, Tara. We're tearing them down. Don't be silly. Um, rent is sky. Rehab. Rehab. Hi. I've spent the last month with my daughter trying to help her find... You don't like Tara. Tell me why. A two-bedroom, and some of these places, um, they're charging upwards to $1,600, a month. $1,700. Um, where these places, maybe two years ago, were probably only charging eight, $900. Two years ago, eight, 900 Now, $1,617. And then you can't find anything, and as soon as you look, it's gone. Um, they're not staying there long as high as they are, so... Even with the in, the um, influx and in, in rent, um, I'm more concerned about the mass amount of evictions that are eventually going to take place. So she believes, um, she thinks that, well, and I'll tell you this. Uh, so over by the houseless movement, House and Garden, there's like a, a little apartment building. It's not like small, it's like six units or whatever. Uh, it was recently sold, sold to some out-of-state landlords. They are throwing everyone out and raising the rent to nine fifty. And it's a dump. It's a total dump. Because of rent um, on being on an uptick. But then if you do want to buy a house, you, you can't find one. So we have to figure out what do we do to, to um, address that issue and and keep people here because now we're looking all the way out in Chicago Falls and Stowe for her place because we can't find one in Akron. And from firsthand experience, we're out here looking and there's nothing. Um, I've even called a couple of my colleagues and friends asking, did they know anyone that was renting? And no one has anything. And so when we talk about people who are getting housing vouchers, they can get a voucher. They're not finding anywhere to live. They expire. And, and that's a problem that we need to address immediately. 
Um, so I, I do hope that we will take a good look at that. Um, and, and Yeah, it's Cuyahoga Falls and Stowe even more expensive. I believe it. I mean, it's everywhere. Really, really address the issues that are going on in these um, housing complexes um, and really try to get HUD to really do their part. Uh, try to get HUD to do their part. What is their part? What is their part? That we outsource everything to private people. HUD has a pile of money. They're like, here, go spend our money. What is their part? Here, spend more money. Spend more money. And so the rents just keep raising and raising and raising. Um, I have talked to Cleveland City Council President as well about, you know, some of the HUD housing. And they're dealing with the same issues up in Cleveland. Um, and, and then lastly, um, to what um, Mr. Beatty and where All right. Uh, I don't. It's a whole nother topic. If we want to talk about uh, the lynching of Russ Neal, we can. But uh, we're kind of talking about another thing right here. So um, Omi says, I called about a house in the falls on 6th Street. One, three bedroom, one bath, 1500 I got a three bedroom, two bath in Akron for 900 uh, When was the last time your rent went up, Omi? Uh, with the outrageous rent, ETC is forced, uh, ECT is forced poverty. What is ECT again? I can't remember. Um, so my point is that it went up 100 last summer. Okay. Um, I'd be interested to see, like, like I, I'd be interested to see if it doesn't keep going up. Two years I was paying 800, yeah. Uh, I think, and I don't know the, the condition of your apartment, and maybe you're you're probably a really good um, renter, so they probably don't want to scare you away. But everything is above a thousand now. Everything's above a thousand. I got friends who are landlords, uh, and they're everything. They're just like, yeah, we just keep raising the price, raising the price. They were selling. I was going to buy. After the inspection, I decided I didn't want it, and I wanted to leave once my boys graduate, so they raised my rent. Ah, Bastards. Bastards. Yeah. Um, I feel like we are now moving into a very new era in America. Uh, Omi says it's a home, it's decent, but we have shootings on my street multiple times a year. The kids got uh, that kid got killed out here last summer. Ugh, yeah, the shootings, the shootings. Uh, you would think shootings would keep rent down. Still have to pay nine hundred for that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I feel like we are. Uh, we had a drive-by on Easter. Some We are going to have to, well, no, I don't know that we're going to have to do anything. So what, what the people in charge want is they want these rents to go up. They want to evict all the poor people. And they want uh, fancy rich people to move in. Uh, Omi says, it's wild. My friends from other areas are like, are like all the shootings must make it cheap, right? I was like, nope. <laughs> no, it doesn't. The shootings don't seem to matter. The shootings don't seem to matter. 
Uh, and the house is old, so that dries up utilities, leaky windows and doors, lacks of insulation. Yeah, yeah. And so what? You're paying 900 plus utilities? Plus utilities? And I'm assuming you're not making 2600 a month. I don't know. You don't. So. What I think they're hoping is. What I think they're hoping is, is that people keep paying the rent. And then that just pushes out poor people. Utilities plus rents about 1500 a month. Fifteen hundred. I get by. Don't ask me how. I live very comfortably, especially for someone not working regularly. That's awesome. That's super awesome. Um, I feel like I don't know. I honestly don't know what's going to happen. I don't. I can't imagine what's going to happen. Um, I do. Uh, this is what I believe. I believe that as long as people get food. And have um, some form of shelter, they won't kill the politicians. They won't revolt. Ironically, the American Revolution, did we talk about this last year or last week? The American Revolution was just a bunch of rich guys whining about taxes. Don't, don't, and maybe that's it. Maybe the government totally gets it. You're like, all right, all right, if you don't want, your ass capped as a politician. This is what you do. You keep rich people's taxes low and you just send some food down to the poors and pretty much you can do whatever you want otherwise. <laughs> as long as us poor people have PlayStation and Xbox, my PlayStation keeps me so passive. There you go. Jolie said I quit my 9 to 5 job to do contract, contract work and I'm much happier. There you go. So... I think it actually could work out fine, you know, like uh, our phones, our PlayStations are the kind of the new opiate of the masses, right? Like Netflix, we, and, and you know what? It's fine. I am of the mindset that if you are happy, I'm happy. I don't care how you live your life. You want to boof uh, meth, which is, uh, you know, anally injecting meth up your anal ass pole part where, you know, <laughs> it's called boofing. Some of my friends love it. Uh... And you're happy? I'm happy. Omi said, I saw a meme that was me. It was like, I bring we should all quit vibe to a workplace that bosses hate. And that's me. <laughs> I bring the all, we should all quit. Yeah. So, interestingly, I think the way you call the bluff of the government is you're like, look, these jobs suck. They don't pay enough. All I want is some food, a place to sit around, and, uh, you know, my phone, my PlayStation. I'm not a PlayStation guy. I'm more of a phone guy. 
I can play with that, just my phone. Um, I'm always up in that bitch telling people how you know they don't pay us enough to do this while they're at home with their families and we're stuck here in this hellhole. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm all for not working. I really am. Because the fact of the matter is, if you have kids and you work 40 hours a week, You're not making enough money. I'm going to tell you how much money I think you have to make. Okay? I think you have to make $80,000. As a couple. That's what I think. If you want... Uh, I love how this pandemic has shook up jobs like downtown subway closes some nights because they don't have people to work. Yeah, I love it too. I love it. And I get I get stuck on it. I want to get my polar pop because I got sip and save for five to six dollars, six dollars. I pull up to Circle K. Oh, closed due to worker shortages. I'm like, dang it. How am I going to get my polar pop? Walton family makes billions every year. That's right. Billions every year. So, look, I believe, honest to God, this is what I'm going to tell you. If you aren't, as a family, pulling in $80,000, don't work. Don't do it. Try not to. Just try to get on the dole. Um, Omi says, well, the tax pause subsidized the workers' good child care, house good food. Uh, well, the taxpayers subsidized the workers. Yeah, right. And you know what? When you make 80000 as a family... When you make 80000 as a family, you pay your taxes. Do you know what I did yesterday? I was out with my in-laws, and I was complaining about health care. And I said, I'm like, how much is your deductible? And they're like, I don't know, $200? I'm like, like what, a month? Like, no. Like, you pay, you pay your $200, and then they cover everything. I'm like, my individual deductible for my health insurance is $8,000 every year. For the privilege of which I pay a thousand dollars a month, well, eight hundred. I pay eight hundred. I pay eight hundred. I pay eight hundred dollars a month for health insurance that doesn't kick in until I pay them eight thousand dollars. I mean, I get some like I can go to my regular primary care for a checkup. They let me do that. Um, I would much, Omi says, I would much rather get food stamps than work just to make enough to buy groceries. Absolutely. That not working means I can cook dinner for my kids, eat with them. Uh, yeah. Take them back and forth to school in a better school district is sending them to Kenmore. Absolutely. Jolie says, I have the often unpopular opinion that all stores should have almost exclusively self checkout. I, yeah, those are stupid jobs. Those are ridiculous jobs. Um, Omi says, not working also means I provide free chi child care. Yes, for, for friends. And you can volunteer. Absolutely. Um, if you aren't making, which would be 40000 Okay, let's say you're married. Let's say you're married. And you have, a, okay, you're married. You got a kid or two. Uh, Omi says, Yang is uh, stealing our jobs. 
Okay. Immigrant, Aunt Yag says immigrants are stealing our jobs. I'll tell you what they're stealing here in Akron. The houses. The houses. So Tara Mosley says there's a housing shortage. A friend of mine who has a lot of rentals says he's getting calls from the International Institute wanting to, there, to house the, uh, the immigrants. The immigrants are getting the houses being subsidized by the national government. Omi says, you go into factories and it's a wall-to-wall machine, not immigrants. Self-checkout also takes jobs. Immigrants aren't sorry. Uh, I suck at texting. (laughs) Oh, you go into factories and it's wall-to-wall machines, not immigrants. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. You're doing great, Omi. You're doing really great. Uh, I just... I really am of the mindset that if you can't make 40000 a year at a job, working 40 hours a week, you should really work, figure out on how to get on Medicaid, how to get on food stamps, and work under the table. I do. And that's a guy that's going to start his campaign running for mayor of Akron. <laughs> Immigrants aren't stealing our jobs. Machines are. Right. Omi says, but that's the goal, right? Machines do the work so humans can enjoy short lives, the short lives we have. Yeah, exactly. And I believe, I believe the government will support this cause. Because if they don't and people go hungry, it's going to be a real shit show. A real shit show. People don't like to be hungry. Makes them angry. You know the word, hangry. You imagine your populace, your entire populace, hangry. Ah, holy cannoli. You should be able to go, I believe. So what? Okay, wait, let's do that. Let's go. Let's do, let's do, uh, let's do some math. It's math time, everybody. Uh, Omi says, we just have to find out how to support those people whose jobs are fade out, phased out by machines. Yeah. I think the government's going to support them. The government already supports the Waltons, right? Because you get food stamps, you get subsidized housing for working these shitty jobs. So why don't we just, they don't, why don't they just pay the rest of it? Why not? But you see, the Waltons need those workers, which honestly, okay, this is, I'm fine too. You know where I would like to work? I would like to work at Circle K. I would like, I really, I would. I, 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 I was a big fan of that movie Clerks. Uh, I have like fantasy life of working behind a, you know, one of those counters, talking to the people all day. Um, so I would work, you know. Maybe you get some fringe benefits. You get some, uh, you know, Circle K stuff. You do the work. And I am guaranteed... And really, we're getting close to this, honestly. I don't care what Circle K pays me. I don't care. Pay me a dollar. But then the government better pick up the slack so I got a place to live, and I got food, and I got my utilities, and I got a little bit of money for for some fun. Just a little bit of money. And we're fine. And that, I think, is fair. I think that's fair. I work 40 hours. I'm good. I'm good. I'm being taken care of. 
I did my 40 hours. That's what you asked of me. I did it. I enjoy it. I do it wherever you want me to do it. And now I'm good. That's it. But until then, Ami says fun is all I'm concerned with. Uh, uh, Why not? I mean, what else is there in life? Omi says, so the Waltons are the ones mooching on the government. Of course they are. Uh, Omi says, also, the food stamps are sent into the Walton stores. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing, right? Uh, We send out food stamps, and then people go into these stores and give all the money, the government, back to the rich people. So the government is basically just funneling more money back to rich people. That's it. It's 2022. We throw food away that doesn't sell at stores. 2020, everybody should have food. Absolutely, they should. Absolutely, they should. So I think that's my thing. I I would say that if you can work, if the government hasn't deemed you unfit for employment, of which I have friends that are, mentally and physically, uh, the government has said, you look, dude, you can't, you can't work. And you know what the government gives them? $750. What are they going to do with $750? I'll tell you what they're going to do. They come and live in a tent with me. <laughs> Uh, Omi says their employees get food stamps and then around use them in the stores. Employees pay food stamps out of their paycheck. Wow. Yeah. So uh, there are people like that. But I really believe that if you're not going to pay me a livable wage and the government isn't going to subsidize it, I'm going to work like hell to get on the dole. I'm going to tell you something. I have a friend who is very educated, very, very, very. And she is uh, on Medicaid. She's organized her finances, so she qualifies for Medicaid. Because Medicaid is awesome. (laughs) Zero deductible. And you get uh, free glasses. Uh, Omi says, see, I can't work retail because one, I'm encouraging people to cheat the store. And two, I'm not about to work for you for too little money and then around and give you the money merchandise that I'm sticking and pricing and seeing. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I just think my feeling is that if, uh, well then if you don't like work, uh, yeah, Omi says, yeah, me and all my kids are on Medicaid. There you go. See? Yeah. Medicaid. You walk in, you can go, uh, you get, yeah, but you understand you get less quality care on government insurance. You think that's true? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I suppose it's possible. All I know is all my homeless friends that are on Medicaid, you know what I do? Just drive them over to City Hospital, drop them off at the emergency room. All things are covered. They get their wounds fixed, or their illnesses cured, and they never get a bill. Seems pretty good. I've been privately insured. Okay, yeah, right on. Right on. Okay, I dig it. I'm on uh, Obamacare, healthcare.gov. I'd say it's insurance. I mean, I get, I pay a lot. I pay $1,000 a month. I have an $8,000 deductible. And uh, I pay a lot of money. So, yeah, as long as I keep paying money, I get healthcare. <laughs> Once I transferred over to the government, I had to find a new doctor because my good quality doctor doesn't take government. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't just pick my own doctor. I can't just pick my own doctor. Don't be silly. I got to go on the list. 
usually I have to pick between uh, Cleveland Clinic and uh, Suma. Last year I was on one where I was on Suma. This year I'm on one with uh, uh, Cleveland Clinic. I have to change. I have to change around. Uh, they're less likely to subscribe you meds because poor people abuse drugs. That I could believe. I believe that. I believe that. But I don't get any drugs. What do I get? I mean, I do get my antidepressants. I don't know. Could you not get antidepressants? It's possible. I don't know. I don't know. I. You know what? You're. You're. I'm sure you're right. Um. In fact, I've seen poor results uh, of people on Medicaid being kicked out of uh, long-term care and blah 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 and all that. You know. So. I think that I really like this movement of people not going to work. (laughs) I'm not going to go to work if I can't find a place to live and I can't eat food. I'm just going to get, I'm just going to like, you know, go to food pantries and, you know, whatever. Because then... What's beautiful is, what's beautiful, if we can all as a, as a people stop going to work, uh, Omi says, and as a poor person, I went to the hospital with bad pain. Nurse acted like I was there for drugs. Interesting. Yeah, I believe that. I'm sorry. Um, if these rich people have to keep putting signs on their doors that are saying closed due to worker shortages... They're going to get some government help, right? Uh, We're going to get some government help because those people have, um, you know, they vote and they lobby. So I really love, uh, I love this trying to, you know, trying not the fewer people we can work that are work, I think the better for the people. We'll get more rights. Shit will change eventually if enough people stop showing up for work. That's what I believe. I 100% believe it. Convinced my doctor uh, I was seriously in pain, did some sort of scan. 45 minutes later, I was in surgery having appendix removed. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, I'm not anti-work. I, I do believe that, that uh, you know, we are a communal creature. We all need to do our part. Okay. And I feel like 40 hours a week is, yeah, Omi says I'm pro fair work. Yeah. 40 hours is a fair amount of work. You get a couple days off, you get your nights, you you know, Pay people weekly so they don't have to take fucking payday loans. Yeah, that I think that's great. Payday daily or weekly. Yep, I think that's right. Uh, pay them a livable wage. Right. Pay them all a livable wage. You can afford to live, which I honestly believe is about $40,000. It sure as hell ain't fifteen now. Omi pays $1,500 a month, okay, for... Her rent, which is, I think, below market value, $900, and utilities, okay? Um, $1,500, if you're making $15 an hour and you work 40 hours, 52 weeks a year, never miss a single day, you're taking home $2,600 
before taxes, incidentally. I don't know if you get taxed on 2600 That's before taxes. <laughs> I don't know what you get after taxes. You know, you're going to take out Social Security, uh, Medicare, you know, all that. So, um, yeah, Omi's boyfriend makes three hundred and fifty to 400000 a year but works all day, every day. Yeah. $1,500 doesn't include my car payment, car insurance, groceries, or gas. Yeah. Right. No. That's just roof over your head and utilities turned on. That's it. Um, yeah. So, I feel like if your job and you are not being subsidized by the government to make up for it, that you can't afford housing, you can't afford food, why go to work? The contract has been broken. The contract was broken. You agreed for your 40 hours. The, the system agreed that you can have some place to live and have enough to eat. That's it. That's it. There you go. What's the matter, Omi? Omi said, oh, shit. Um, so my new landlord uses an app to pay rent. Uh, I work 40 hours and I'm always broke. There you go. Yeah. So there it is. Um, greed rules, says Victor. Yep, that's right. So I made my first payment on it and a notification popped up. Oh, nice. Very nice, Tommy. Uh, I, I love these people's movements. I love what the, uh, the truckers are doing across the globe. I support people's right to choose of whether or not they get the vaccination. I also support the right for uh, the government to uh, incentivize you to get the vaccination, to compel you through uh, advertisement to get the vaccination. But ultimately, uh, you should not have to worry about losing your job if you didn't get a vaccination. And th I think that's coming up, right? Like they're going to start firing um, uh, workers at old folks' homes. Sorry, I know that's not how you call it. I just can't think of the word. Um, yeah. So I think they should just walk off. I think they should quit. Or if they'll get fired, what they should do is they'll get fired and then they'll get unemployment. Yeah. So, yeah, Omi says $5 more a month and it's a dollar fee just to pay the rent. A convenience fee. There you go. So there's an extra $5 Omi has to pay. A convenience fee to pay her rent. <laughs> a convenience fee. For who? The landlord, of course. You're paying $5. For the convenience of the landlord to get paid automatically. A convenience fee. <laughs> so, uh, there there you go. That's the kind of campaign I'm going to be running, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's for the people. Anyways, I'm not going to pay the $5 to build my credit. Yeah, I hear you. All right, people. I got to wrap up. Uh, stay strong. You're amazing. You're the reason I get up every day and do this work. Because you're incredible. You're amazing, amazing, amazing uh, creatures. And I love you. All right, everybody. Have a great day. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.